Hey everybody, welcome to Silence Your Cell Phones. I'm Jarrett, here with my co-host per usual, Kevin. What's up, guys? Uh, and this is our week back after semi-hiatus. You know, Kevin and David held it down while I was gone. I missed all you guys. Glad to be back. We tried. No, you guys did great. I loved it. Listen to yeah. it on my car ride home. It was beautiful. Sweet. I'm glad to hear that. It wasn't the same without you. I was glad we were able to put something out that was feasible. Yeah, but um, David was a good pick. He's good people. He's good people. We like David a lot. And I know we're getting this to you a little later on Wednesday, but we didn't record on Tuesday like we usually do. As you can see by our backgrounds, we were both anxiously awaiting an Atlanta championship, something that we were not old enough to remember the last time it happened. Yes. Yes. Go Bravos. Most of our friend group wasn't even born the last time. Big shouts out to the city of Atlanta. Yeah, they needed it. I did. I needed a championship. Fierce. Yeah, man. They, they were good, man. They were real good. Yeah. A lot of fun to watch. Yeah. You know, winning seven to nothing is always nice too. You know, there was, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, and that Jorge Solar home run, did you see that? Like, Dude, did I, you watch it? Yeah. I've never seen a ball hit that hard in my life. It was <laughs> so far, dude. Like, dude, they said it only went 440 feet. Yeah. And I don't think that's right. Well, see, what I think happened was, I think it was like a moonshot. So, it wasn't just far. It was also super high. Well, so, I think it just got stopped because it hit a building. That's. I, mean, I think it. I think it sure. went out of the park and hit an apartment building or something. Yeah, that thing was absolutely monster mashed, and he knew it. He pimped. Did you see him pimp it? Oh, he, yeah. <laughs> well, you have to, man. <laughs> thing sounded like a shotgun. Yeah, dude. So, uh, but go Braves, uh, yes. and I'll be. We'll be enjoying that for the for at least the next you know the next for at least year. the next twenty six years. Yeah, well, okay, sure. <laughs> we'll have that one to hold on to. Um, yeah, so. But anyway, back to why everyone's here. Movies. Yes. Uh, Kevin. Sir. What did you watch this week? Ooh, well, it's funny that you should ask that. I didn't yeah. expect it at all. Um, I didn't, I didn't actually watch movies this week. I'm going to be honest with you, bud. Uh <laughs> I saw a lot of TV shows. I did finish Inside Out on Netflix, which was uh You're breaking up, I mean. I'm breaking up. Yeah. So the like, last thing last thing I heard was I'm gonna finish Inside Out. Oh yeah. So I no, I finished Inside Out. Okay. Um and it was good if you like the family guy esque type shows, Archer. Oh, are you uh, talking about inside job? Inside Job. What did yeah. I say? Inside Out. I feel like that's a movie. That's a Disney movie. Yeah, I thought so. Um, Inside Job. Uh, so I finished that, and it's it's pretty good. Uh, still finishing, still catching up on Blacklist. Uh, we did watch the True Detective, the the last four yeah. episodes of season one. Um, and if you haven't seen that podcast, it's out. Um, let's see what else was there. I, there wasn't a whole lot else. I was pretty enthralled in this Atlanta Braves Houston Astros series, and obviously, uh, NFL on Sunday is kind of my thing too. So, yeah, uh, not a whole lot of movie watching for me this week. Plus, I knew that we had a pretty big slate 
with Ron's Gone Wrong and, and Dune. And um, I think you're going to talk about The Last Duel a little bit yeah. as well. Um, and I can't wait to watch that. So a lot of movies coming up for the week. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, but I know you just got back from vacation. I don't imagine you were able to to get too much movie watching in. No, I honestly um, didn't get a lot of watching in. Um, I watched, so starting my vacation, I started out strong. I pulled the triple feature. Yes. Three movies in theater one day. Yeah. All of which we'll discuss uh, a little later in the podcast. So I got to prob- join you for two of those. I was pretty happy. Yeah, about that. that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched True Detective. Obviously, I watched Project X on cool. Monday. A party movie, pretty fun. Yeah, that's the high school, like the based on a true story, like the biggest high yeah, school it, party ever, or something. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I don't know how accurate it was, but it was it was pretty funny, kind of raunchy, but. No hour, 30 minutes, just needed something to break apart the day. Sure. Uh, I started watching season three of You today. Uh, and it's really good for you, those who have seen the show. If not, you should watch it. It's pretty. It's a pretty crazy show. Um, Is that the, the one with the guy stalking the girl? Is yeah. That, yeah, yeah, I've seen the preview for that. Yeah, Is it worth watching? I love it it's it's something like you watch it and yeah. you're like dude what the hell is happening <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome man well at least you got to you you, you did some watching yeah I a little bit i want to call it a vacation week nah yeah I, I watch movies when i'm on vacation anyway so definitely going to try to crank it up a little more this week yep. i know we got i got to get to sherlock for next week's podcast so yeah they actually slate. took it off netflix so I don't know where to find it. I, I oh no, yeah, I gotta look for it today. So yikes! Um, yeah, after I'll, this, I'll look I'll after be... the podcast, see if I can find sure. something. Sure. Well, screw you, Netflix. <laughs> they take all the good stuff out. I the swear. hell. Um, but I guess to uh, do do have we even told the people what this month? Did we mention it faintly? I maybe slightly i don't know how much we said um but let's go ahead and introduce the november movie topic uh for everyone or reintroduce if we've already said it i'm not sure um but jared if you would do the honors so november we are doing disaster movies these can be natural it can be i guess man-made if you're looking like a like a hindenburg type situation uh, any disaster, or like a biological, type. yeah, yeah, like a virus, because that we know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anything like that, we decided. Um, I guess it's kind of like a pseudo follow-up to horror movies, not exactly horror, but bad situations. It'll be a nice break from the the horror genre, I think. It'll yeah, be think, welcome. Yeah, I think it's, you know, we were talking about it before the podcast. This is probably my least favorite genre of movies. I never really feel compelled to watch one unless it's like on TV and I have literally nothing else to do 
or if it has an actor in it that I'm interested in. I feel like these are the type of movies that are played more on TV. Like for, I don't know. I don't know why that. I feel like I've seen most of these movies on like TBS or something. as like a matinee. That's what I was going to say. Like FX or. Yeah. Yeah. Turner classic movie yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Oh, that actually reminds me of a movie. I don't know if you would even count it. The uh, James Franco movie. The uh, do we literally talk forty-seven hours? No, no, yeah, one hundred twenty-seven hours. One hundred twenty-seven. Would you count that as a disaster movie? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he gets his arm trapped under a boulder. That seems pretty disastrous. It does. Okay, good. Yeah, I should. I would have included that in my list because I didn't. Well, you know that dude came to Birmingham Southern. Wait, did he really? Like the actual, oh yeah yeah yeah. It took yeah. Time, it was the silver speaker. Yeah, I think one year. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Did anybody give him a hand? <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, it was fun having this podcast before we get. <laughs> Get slaughtered by the or get canceled. The cancel culture. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm done. That was. Oh yeah. We ever done? That was in poor taste. I'm it's sorry. Okay. I got my jacket edited out of the last podcast I was in. So okay. <laughs> one of us. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Yes. So. Are we just going to go ahead and get into it, the, the main thing? Yeah, I think we were just going to do kind of disaster movies that, I guess, resonated with us or that we kind of sure. liked the most. Um, I know these, I got to figure out topics for this month because I don't really know how to break yeah. apart disaster movies. But so it'll be a learning experience for all of us. I'm probably least versed. In these, sure. I had to, I had to guess. Yeah, it'll be a fun one to tackle, though. I think. Yeah, there'll probably be some hidden gems in there. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, well, Jared, if you want to go ahead and get us started, man, what uh, uh what how, how many did you bring? Just, well, I'm curious. Well, I know you said four, so I got four. Okay, perfect. Um, my first one had to go with the comedy genre. Hmm. And it's a movie that I've probably watched two or three times a year. And it has James Franco. You actually picked that movie. I had I can't to dude. freaking believe. I had you. to, man. You this, this is the end. Is, that movie. This is the end is <laughs> high quality. High quality film. If you uh, haven't seen it, you've you're haven't lived. Really, Channing Channing Tate Yum, Channing Tate Yum, as we like to refer to him. I, mean, I don't think we can quote that movie. On oh, this podcast. There, there's a couple quotes that we could probably find. Uh, you know, the something not so cool happened last. Night. Yeah, something not so chill happened last night. It's the just, cast in that movie was amazing, though, to be fair. Yeah, it's probably one of the most well-cast movies out there. I mean, you have Danny yeah. McBride, James Franco, Seth Rogen, uh, Jonah Hill, Emma Watson, everyone um, in that 
the list goes yeah, on. Everyone Rihanna at that party, was there. Rihanna, Craig Robinson. Uh, Mindy, Nick, what's her name, was there. Yeah, McLovin. Um, yeah, I was going to call him Fogel. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Um, uh, the guy, the... Uh, the the guy that plays the piano, um, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's great. Uh, but that cast was like fully loaded. Channing yeah. Tatum was. I mean, Channing like, Tatum was great. Was. Absolutely great. It's just you know, I I feel like most disaster movies are downers. You know, there's not a lot of upside to them. And yeah. so I, I think taking the end of the world, like the actual apocalypse and making it funny is very well done. And I think letting the cast just be themselves, like none of them, they were just their names. Like, did Jonah you Hill say was, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill? Cause they were like the main characters. Yeah. Yeah. So James Franco, did? Okay. Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. Uh, I forget Jay's last name, but whatever. Oh yeah. 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 I know you're talking Dude. about, I don't know his last name either. Yeah, so they were all just, it was just hysterical. Like, it's probably one of my, might be the most top quoted movie I have in my arsenal. Um, I'm going to want at least a bite of the Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm be a little upset if I don't get a bite of the Milky Way. CT Crunch. <laughs> Dude, it's so cool. You know, the funny thing about that movie is, Jared, is that yeah. I feel like it's so underrated. And, and I don't, I, I don't know. It, it's pretty raunchy, right? Like it, it's. I oh mean, no, it's it's, it's, it's filthy. It's, okay, it's filthy. But I think that is the beauty of the movie, though. It's so funny, though. Like, like every. You you probably don't go. Fifteen seconds, without. Another funny quote. Yeah. Being said, and it's not even like they're meant to be funny. But when they're just talking about a Milky Way bar as being the last type of food they have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they see, here's the thing. I think it's, uh, I think it's how they would actually act. Like, I, think, yeah. I think it's how they exact, exactly how they portrayed it in the movie as how each of those characters, those people would be in real life. I think that's just a night in the life of those people. I had it not even been the apocalypse, I still think they act like that at a James Franco party, sure. even though no one's really partying with James Franco anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so, wah, wah. <laughs> hashtag cancer. Hashtag. You dunced it. Yeah, Seth Rogen doesn't want to party with you anymore. Then you've clearly done something wrong. Yeah, if you when you party too hard, yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's that's saying something. Yeah. That's an achievement. Well, not really, not an achievement. Sorry, that comes with a po- <laughs> that comes with a positive connotation that 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 should not exist when discussing James Franco anymore. So, but yeah, the movie was actually a gem. Um, but they I gotta do not think Dave he- Franco. Yes, Dave Franco, love him. What do you mean? I picked Street. it. I just didn't think you would. That movie's gold. I mean, sure. It's in my four four spot, dude. (laughs) All right, all right. All right, right. so I'll go with my first one. And I went with a classic, an absolute banger. I think everybody has has either seen this movie or loves it or both. Oh, did that make sense? Whatever. Armageddon. 
Armageddon. It's, it's because you said it earlier. Armageddon. Um, I mean, this this movie was absolutely insane. If you've seen it, then you've cried in a movie because I think I'm like over a thousand watching it and not crying. Uh, Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck, Billy Bob Thornton, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson. Uh, the cast is nuts. It's an absolute classic. I forgot Owen Wilson was in that movie. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan also in the movie. Uh, rip. rip, rip. Yeah, lost him too soon, man. Um, and yeah, it's just it, it's a movie about a, a Texas-sized asteroid that's uh, essentially going to crash into the Earth, and Bruce Willis and is an astronaut, and his future son-in-law has been Affleck and basically it's i mean it's you gotta watch it if you haven't seen it. i don't want to spoil anything that movie is just phenomenal Crazy. they're not even astronauts Are they, were they not no they were uh i've got to rewatch oil, it they were oil drillers or something like that that's why they needed them was because they knew how to oh, drill to the center of the asteroid so they had to right. train them to be astronauts yes that's right it's kind of like uh it reminds me of Space Cowboy a little bit, but I guess they were technically astronauts. They were just old as dirt. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Armageddon is a pretty amazing movie. So, so wait, are you going one, two, three, four? Oh, I don't have them in any order. Oh, okay, cool. I couldn't rank these movies. It would be so hard for me. That's fair. Yeah. So, my but my first disaster that has that has had a lasting impact on me is Armageddon. Um, yeah. so it's like I saw that for one of my sister's birthdays, really? Like, yeah, we went for her party and they went to see Armageddon. Well, Lauren, if you're here, comment in the chat if that's a true story. I feel like it is. I feel like my mom made me cover my eyes when they went to the strip club. <laughs> that's was, big time. I was a wee lad. That's big time mom vibes right there. Yeah, always looking out. Love Mama Kim. Look how I turned out now. <laughs> You're an absolute <laughs> D-gen. <laughs> it wouldn't it was all mattered. because of Armageddon. <laughs> Mom, you left your fingers open. Say, <laughs> so what's she doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was my first one. Nice. I um, Armageddon. Oh, you almost did it too. I did. I almost saw Armageddon. Okay, so what, what's your what's your second one? Uh, my second one, Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Love him. Twister. Twister. Yeah. You know what my favorite Helen Hunt movie is? Twister. Yeah. So you got. I think Bill Paxton is also criminally underrated. Also, Rip Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I think Bill Paxton's dead. I think Rip Bill Paxton. Oh, really? Yeah, Rip half that movie. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But no, I remember growing up. I don't know if you've ever seen a laser disc. A laser disc? Yeah. No. So, like, you know for those of you who have been to my house we have like a downstairs theater type thing 
Mm. And growing up, we used to have a laser disc, which was like a, a DVD, but times 10. Like it looked like a record. Oh. Like it was huge. What's and the what was the point of it? I think it was just the next wave after VHS, but before DVD. Was it? Yeah. It, it obviously <laughs> never, never caught heard on. Of this. Yeah, but you know, when you walk into my apartment, those like movie posters of Raiders of the Lost Ark and Braveheart and all that. Right. Those are laser disc covers. Really? Yeah, that I just cut and framed. I had no idea. Yeah, but that was the thing. I just remember watching it on Laserdisc in my basement with the volume cranked to like 100. And seeing the cow fly in a circle was probably my favorite thing. (laughs) So I have to be uh, completely honest with you. I've never seen Twister. It's a good one. I've, I've heard good things. Obviously, it's one of those like kind of classic movies. Yeah. Um, people reference it a lot. Never seen it. I've always wanted to, though. So this will well, be a good time to do it. Well, guess what your movie of the week is, pal? I love it. I love it. See, Maybe. I did that. You made did my that job for too you. easy. I did that for you so that you, because I knew that you're probably unprepared. Oh, that's me. I, I always can do these things unprepared. I do. Wait, are you being facetious? Because I do. I know. I'm for sure being facetious. I know you. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to change this thing. It's not working. It's kind of annoying. What are you trying to change? My lighting. Because I think it's affecting the video. Kind of annoying. Can you see how bright the monitor is? Off? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I think it's that's why. Mm. Neither here nor there. All right. So your your next movie. Yes. Those of you who know me, this will not come as a surprise in the slightest. <clears throat> Independence Day. Little Will Smith. Um absolute banger. Uh Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman. Did I ever tell you that the guy that works with us now looks like um, Jeff Goldblum? No. Like actually, like his like, I'm being serious. They're, they're they could pass for identical. It's it's crazy. <laughs> you say that, okay? I got to show you a picture of this guy. Yeah, looks I'll just like him. I'll have to be the judge of that. I'll let you. It's crazy. You have to send me a picture. Send me a picture of him and Jeff Goldblum, and you have to tell me which. I have to pick which one's the real one. All right. I, I mean, it's it's his doppelganger, actual. That's a bold statement. It is. There are worse people to look like though than Jeff oh, Goldblum, you know. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I ain't mad at him for it. Uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, Judd Hirsch. Uh, the the cast is great. The I I obviously am a big Will Smith fan. This is probably my favorite Will Smith movie of all time. I could watch this movie a hundred times a year You've and never get never tired seen of it. wild wild west oh <clears throat> what movie is that yeah speaking of disasters i <laughs> see what you did there yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah that was a train wreck of a movie what a terrible terror i wish he'd do like the ryan reynolds thing where they were like what we didn't make that green lantern movie 
What? That was, I don't know. That was a really good plug in free guy. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Independence Day. Uh, you know, aliens and whatnot. I I do think aliens attacking would be a disaster. I find it pretty disastrous. If they could kill us with a laser beam. Yeah. And whatever other experiments that they would do. I'm not with it. Tell Andrew that I'm going on record and I am against alien invasion. I will. I'll let him know. Thanks. (laughs) That's a solid choice. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those movies that's always been a thing for me since the first time I saw it. I've always thoroughly enjoyed it. So, um, and I consider it a disaster movie. And so it naturally is going to be included in my picks. I respect that. Yeah. So, and you obviously, you know, I'm a huge, huge Will Smith fan. So, yeah, I don't think I've left him off a list, except for maybe the actors. Ironically, the the one about actors I'd pay to watch. I think he was just an honorable mention. Yeah, I think, you, I think he was. An honorable I don't think <laughs> we weren't prepared to fight on the first podcast of the series. Well, also Gemini Man. <laughs> oh, man. It's two Will Smiths on the screen for me. That's no thank you. That's too too many. No thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, there it is. My second one, Independence Day. Uh, you have a third one. I do have a third one. Uh, and I bet it's juicy. Some parts of it are juicy. <laughs> and it's San Andreas. San Andreas, the yes. rock. Yeah. And well, Alexander Desario. She's okay too. She, <laughs> she is. I mean, look, I am what I am. She's the only reason to watch the movie. I want to say it. I love The Rock. He's cool, but if you could see your head on The Rock's body, well, then yeah, yeah, of course he's attractive. I'll say it straight yeah. up. Yeah, no, yeah. No self-respecting man would say, you know what? I wouldn't want my head to be on the rock spot. Exactly. A couple of good-looking actors and actresses there. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I'm mad your, at it. I mean, it's just your typical Mother Nature destroy stuff movie. Yeah, so I actually, I haven't seen that either, but the trailer looked really, really cool. I do remember that. I saw it. I don't know where I was coming back from. I might have been when I was traveling for work. I, I saw feel it, like you told me about it. I saw it on an airplane. Oh, nice. Yeah. And you and you thoroughly enjoyed it. That's a fairly recent movie, though. I mean, like, like, like look, I say I enjoyed it. My like for disaster movies, like, the bar is really low. Okay. I typically don't watch them, so... If I can say like that was an okay experience, I'll call it a win. Because my thing with disaster movies is people get so stupid. Yeah. Like they just do dumb things. Well, it's like horror movies, dude. Like, yeah. like, like during an earthquake, you don't <laughs> run to the top of a building. Like that, that bitch is going to fall. Yeah. No, I, t- I totally like, get what? it. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I feel the exact same way. I feel the exact same way about horror movies. Like, that was one of the big things for me was that's what I expected. So hopefully, like me, you will get a newfound enjoyment out of disaster movies from this month. Who knows? 
Yeah, that's what I, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here Staying for. Open minded. That's right. Oh All right. man, yes. Give me, give me your third. Okay, so this one is I don't think it's as like critically acclaimed. Let me see what it got here on IMDb. You're looking at a six and a half. Okay. So not like terrible. Um Sharknado. Yeah, no, not Sharknado. Well, you're missing out. But no, I've seen Sharknado. I I think I've seen the three of them, if I'm not I mistaken. I, I think it might be more three. Than, might be more than three at this point. Um for you, really? Have you seen more than three? I mean, I th- I think there's more than three. I can't. Oh remember. no, they, I think there is more than three. They're all the same. Like I can't. Yeah. You could give me three scenes from eight different movies, and I. It's a <laughs> it's a shark and a tornado. Like, <laughs> um. No. So my my third one is actually. It's a hard pick. I I love this movie, uh, The Day After Tomorrow. Huge fan. A little bit of Jake Gyllenhaal. A little bit is. of D Quaid, Dennis Quaid. For those of you, here's uh, here's my thing with Dennis Quaid movies. Tell me, because I I love can, them. I think they can only be so good. Like Look. like it's like its own tier of movie, right? Like, especially sports movies. Yeah. Like, anytime Dennis Quaid's in a sports sure. movie, I'm like, okay, that's a six. No, no higher. <laughs> no lower it's never gonna be it's it's dennis quaid it's dennis quaid in a movie it's got it has a ceiling i feel like dennis quaid gives off such dad vibes i feel like he's just like watching just a a dad like he looks like somebody that you would confuse on the street for one of your buddy's dads yeah i think you know i think dennis quaid (laughs) benefited from a time where you didn't have to be that good of an actor whoa okay now you're taking shots i'm not taking shots i'm just i'm just being honest (laughs) that seemed intentionally just purple no i'm just being honest i'm saying like (laughs) i i challenge someone for all of the internet give me a dennis quaid movie that's above a six i'm giving you one right here six and a half it's look (laughs) <laughs> that, that that half point that half point is Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's not the movie's still a six. Okay, I'm telling look. you, right, that's so a, that's a challenge for all of our new viewers, all of our listeners. Yeah, make sure you pose the question whenever you post the uh, the podcast. Yeah, can Dennis like, Quaid be in a movie that's better than a six? A six. <laughs> I like it. Um, no, so Dennis Quaid is a, it says here he's a paleoclimatologist, which is a really big word that I would never remember. I probably would just call him like a meteorologist or something. He's a weather guy. Apparently um, that's different. Paleo is something with dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, it is different. I think it's like a study of the weather through the years. It's probably the climate that affected the dinosaurs. Well, not just the dinosaurs, All, but like, no, it's as just it pertains, di- it's, it's Dennis Quaid is the dinosaurs. Whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> he studies weather patterns, okay? Sure. And this is right before, like, you know, it hits the fan, and you got helicopters freezing in midair. It's really cool. 
and i've always really enjoyed the movie and he's trying to like save his son and his son's girlfriend i think maybe um yeah super neat really really enjoy the movie if you haven't seen it i give it two thumbs way up uh and jared would give it a six well each of those thumbs (laughs) represents a three so three three um so yeah that's a that's definitely a a me pick i don't know that 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 movie would ever get like love from anybody i just i I thought it was really good i get it i mean i think san andreas is like a six i think i think this it takes a very special disaster movie to break the threshold that's fair because it's just like in and i think it's because like most disaster movies are trying to be based in science right like oh this like the day after tomorrow could happen if we don't tackle climate change i can't imagine temperatures ever getting so cold a helicopter freezes mid-flight yeah it doesn't seem realistic i just just don't think that's how it works (laughs) now scientists you can prove me wrong somebody please somebody please put the effort in and prove him wrong. I Freeze would a helicopter mid-flight. Love to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not wrong very often. So. <laughs> I just knew that. I respect it. Um, so yeah, the perfect storm or the day after tomorrow. <laughs> Dag gum it. Well, I guess you want to go ahead and do your next. Yeah. Then how do you even confuse yourself talking? Because I've got the tabs for IMDB all side by side, and I looked up. Anyways, that's what I get for trying to check the score mid-podcast, huh? Yep. Uh, (laughs) For my last movie, I chose The Perfect Storm. I love this movie. I forgot how good the cast was. I need to rewatch it. But essentially, it's about this fishing boat that gets stuck out in this gigantic storm. It's like five people, but the, the cast is actually nuts. I think it's because I know more about movies now than I did before. Yeah. Like, because I haven't even looked at this movie. It's been years. Um, so let me, okay, let me find the cast real quick because it, it's pretty wild. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, hit me. All right. You got George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, John C. Riley. Um, I thought there was more. No, that's it. Uh, but those are. John C. I, I I legit thought there was more, but look, John Mark C. Wahlberg, well, I mean, there's only like three people on the boat anyway. It's it's not yeah. like the yeah, cast can be that big. That's true. Uh, it's I like mean, five people. Obviously, John C. Riley's the odd man out of that group because Clooney and Wahlberg are they're a different c- breed, cer- certified certified goats. Yeah, but they're a different breed. Yeah, Perfect Storm. I like that movie a lot. It's got the iconic big wave the waves scene yeah i think most everyone's either seen a reference to that or actually seen it yeah the picture the like the the iconic like uh the picture the dvd i don't know what they call that thing like the the cover photo the yeah is that what they call it though like technically i thought it had a name what on the maybe whatever cover photo that sounds good um of the boat like going up the wave yeah Yeah. almost vertical yeah, it's pretty nutty looking. Um, it kind of like makes my stomach queasy. Yeah, I would not. Like when you ride a roller coaster and you, you're about to drop. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, the perfect storm is a absolutely fantastic, fantastic disaster movie. I agree. So, all right. It's your turn. I ruined mine anyways. It's, yeah. I mean, you just shotgun it. The element of surprise was gone. They, they make pills for that, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> thanks man you're such a good dude i'm here for you yeah 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 i bet you are uh my movie is probably my second favorite movie all time Uh, it's got my go-to actor in any situation little leo dicaprio leo i know what it is well it's it's the titanic yeah yes and i think I, it's probably I don't know I mean I would consider a disaster movie it's not your quintessential disaster movie uh, because only like the back half of it is a disaster but you know based on true stories I think that's always pretty cool uh, kind well, of just, based, sorry I, I was going to say well based on your criteria earlier I would look at it as pretty disastrous if a boat sank after hitting an iceberg yeah the un the unsinkable boat at all the answer yeah yes also just hit me has bill paxton in it so oh again rip bill paxton and also look at that look at that jared maybe all my Uh, disaster movies just need to have bill paxton maybe that's the secret the spice of life is bill paxton (laughs) Oh man, yeah, that's a that's a good one to pick. It's definitely a classic. Um, obviously, most of everybody in the entire world has seen the Titanic, and if they haven't, then they're millennials. Um, <laughs> What's well, on Netflix now, too? So I don't know if that's relevant. I just want to throw shade. Yeah, <laughs> you, you youngins and your lack of movie taste. We're gonna be those old guys, Jarrett. That's that's gonna be us. I think, we we're just... alre- I think we're already those old guys. You are. You're 30, bro. Hey, dude, I'm dirty. What is it? 30, flirty, and thriving? 30, flirty, 30, flirty, and thriving? Yeah, have you never seen 13 going on 30 with Jennifer yes. Garner? I have seen 13 going on 30 with Jennifer Garner. That was her wish that she'd be 30, flirty, and thriving. No, I, yeah, I remember. All right, well. Not that 30. I've seen it. Right, 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 right. Or right. enjoyed it. Cool, 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 cool. We need to do. Are we? Do we have a rom com month or like any sort of like chick flick type I think thing? That, I think that's February. Like February. Okay, good. I mean, Valentine's Day. That makes sense. Yeah. There's so many that I. Yeah, enjoy, now we can but... get all of our. Now we can get all of our guilty pleasures out in the open and not feel bad about it because it's topical, <laughs> not not just weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, As am I. We need to do the same thing for um, for our uh, binging podcast so I can give you the Gilmore Girls for a little bit. Dude, I don't want to watch the Gilmore Girls. I've seen, a, dude. I've, I've seen enough of the Gilmore Girls, dude. Yeah, I had, I had such a mean crush on, on Rory. La- Lauren, oh. Lauren is was a Gilmore fanatic. So was Katie. Dude, like, give me... I'll, Look, if you want trashy high school stuff, I've seen all four seasons of the OC. 
and I'll rewatch that shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> Me and Cody used to watch that on the rig. Order pizza, watch the UFC for eight hours. It's like when you were kids, you used to watch Dragon Ball Z, and then you hit your teenage years, and it was OC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not twenty. One tree. Not not, not twenty six. Teenager. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, one tree was kind of goaded though. Dude, I've never seen it. It's pretty I've never, good. I, I've heard good things. I've never seen it. I, did you do Seventh Heaven though? That was a that was a me thing. Sometimes Jessica Beale was in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, I mean, am I right, fellas? All right. She, she did get with Justin Timberlake, but we've really gone off. Justin Timberlake got with her. Calm down. That's that's not true. Justin Timberlake is Man Crush Monday every Monday. So you think if they keep jessica bill's last name they'll name their daughter batmo <laughs> what? <laughs> what tell me did you just come up was that a you joke just no, now i wish off i the could top i wish i could claim that that was beautiful what it a was. great joke it was i really enjoyed it i laughed really hard they're gonna have absolutely just beautiful children genetically they're, they're, freaks yeah it's just not fair really no, the world's not ready i no. bet th- i bet that's when the apocalypse happens surely yeah they birth it and then all of the talent sucked out of everyone else yeah absolutely nobody else has any talent ever you can't have anything all yeah, right disaster movies oh yeah that's what we're talking about today disaster movies we got way off topic there it doesn't yeah, we're matter just, we're just ready to be in february. We're, dude. We're, we're, just re- we're just ready to be in february man um so <laughs> titanic was a great pick though man it really um and i have seen that and if you want to give me that movie i will watch it anytime I mean, big fan it. that's true i have already seen it so all right i think I think we covered there's that that's all of them, right? Yeah, that's all of them. I don't do you have an idea for a topic for next week? Oh, for next week. Let's do um I do not have a topic for next week. <laughs> I was trying to think of some, but like I couldn't yeah, I couldn't disaster movies are hard. They are. We'll come up with something neat. Yeah. You know, we put we got Two people like totaling one whole brain. Yeah, I mean, we can do something here. Oh, I got it. Yeah. You have to put your survival team together. You, you, and four people, you and four people. Okay. From disaster movies you've seen. And you you have to, you have to survive. What are we surviving? Just is the, there anything specific? No, I mean, it could be any kind of, let's just assume it's kind of like a San Andreas or day after tomorrow type thing. Would you count the Avengers? Because disaster. Isn't it though? <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take Thor. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take <laughs> Seth Rogen, James Franco, yeah. Danny McBride. <laughs> At least you have a good time when you go out. And Jonah Hill. If I'm dying, I'm going out laughing. <laughs> that's that's phenomenal. Oh my god. 
all right, cool. I like it. So we'll tell you. All right, so so four people plus yourself. Yeah. And you have to survive in a pocket. So who are you taking? Okay, yeah. I can do it. Easy, easy. I'm gonna smoke you. We'll we'll put we'll put up a poll for that one too. Are you ready for me and four Bill Paxtons? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's ready for that, bud. Oh man. Okay. All right. We're having too much fun. We got to tell. We got. We got to dial back the fun. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our uh, our movies that we watched. Yeah, we Actually, have... let's do. Let's go ahead and do the last duel first. Okay. And because I didn't watch it yet, so I'm gonna let you talk about that for a little bit. But that's a. I've heard nothing but good things, man. So last duel is about the French. The act like the last duel the i guess whatever the kingdom of france had before it kind of became an archaic practice well it was archaic in the movie but the guy asked for one uh so the plot of the movie is you have two guys that went to war together um matt damon's character and adam driver's character and when they got back from war they kind of took different paths through life um and they kind of I mean, they kind of crossed paths, but they were very, they didn't quite get along like they used to in war. Um, Adam Driver's character is accused of raping Matt Damon's wife. Matt Damon has, uh, you know, back then you have to prove it in court when you're accused of something um, or someone has to prove it for you. So they say, let's have a duel. The winner is obviously that's God's, God's showing who was right and who was wrong. Um, and the way they broke down the movie was, it was almost like three different movies in one. So you had Matt Damon's take on the story. You had Adam Driver's take of the story. And then you had the wife's take on the story. And it was really interesting to see how different the same event took place in three different people's minds. Now, do they give you the actual story beforehand like or do you get so you have no idea like the movie starts when they're starting the duel and then it goes chapter one jean's truth and that's matt damon's character and then you like you watch like the first hour and a half of the movie and then it's like chapter two i forget adam uh driver's character his truth and then you watch his telling of the same story but like events the way he tells it are different than what Matt Damon characters saw it. And then you have chapter three, which was the wife's perspective. And it's kind of, it was portrayed as the way the actual event happened. Okay. Like her outlook was supposed to be, at least to me as the viewer, I saw it as the actual event. So they don't come out and explicitly say what actually happened. No. Okay. That's interesting. But it's it's actually a phenomenal movie. Like, 9 out of 10. It's hard for me to give anything a 10 out of 10. But it's... That's high, that's high praise. That's high praise. And this yes. is you as long as I have. Uh, yeah, nine's ben Affleck's not, character not was a great. Number. It's just, you know, it's two and a half hours. So it's it's a long movie. But if it wasn't for 
another movie that we're going to talk about in just a minute, I could have easily given that movie of the year. I like walking out of the theater. I was like, you know, it's Ridley Scott. He did Gladiator. This is probably the closest thing to Gladiator I've seen in a long time in terms of movies I've enjoyed. So uh, I watch it the first chance you get anyone as soon as it comes to DVD or streaming or anything. I didn't know that was a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. I mean, it's an epic. Like the action scenes, the action scenes are great. The fighting's great. The story's great. You're just sitting there and like, you don't even know how like they're shooting the movie until halfway in it. Cause like they say chapter one, John's truth. And then you're like, okay, cool. And then they'll just tell the story out and then they flip the script and then they show you the same, the same movie again, but it's different because someone else's perspective. It's it's hard to explain, but it's seeing the same events unfold three different times and three different perspectives. You're kind of like, oh, this is how he thought it went down. That's awesome. But that might not be true. And so it's like you go from liking a character to hating a character because obviously they're portraying themselves well in their own mind and stuff like that. But like to a bystander, they're actually just being assholes. And so it's really, it's really hard to like, you're just in there. Like you have to rethink the entire movie every 45 minutes to an hour because you're seeing the same thing differently. And you're like, dude, what, what is the actual truth? That's awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. No, everything I saw, man, it looks phenomenal. Um, Really. It looked like something that I feel like you would get really behind aesthetically too yeah i felt like it had like your like vibes especially well in and given the times what was it like 1500s or yeah, something it was like yeah 1500s 1600s yeah very long mid- time ago yeah very medieval um, so like it. you gotta understand that they're not gonna there's not gonna be a lot of special effects type well, like new age stuff it's gonna well, be very natural well you forget like the time period like you kind of get lost in it and then you know they're in the court and they're talking about how, well, you can't have a baby through rape. You have to have an orgasm to get pregnant. And so they're just like berating this woman. Like, did, did you have an orgasm when you were having sex with them? Because it's not rape if you liked it. And then I was just like, dude, Oof. like it, it's so what a terrible, terrible perspective. Like it's, there's, oh. there's some very heavy scenes in that movie where you're kind of just like dude i like that's tough man yeah like being a woman truly like being a woman in that time period you're just like did you stay no chance that's like like they're not even they're not they're not even mad that you got raped they're mad because they see women as property and that would be him assaulting matt damon's property like that's that's where the whole issue stems from it's not what happened to her Wow. It's like you violated someone's property, so you have to go oh. to trial for that. Well, good lord. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, that, I mean, I mean it's how it was. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a historical. Unfortunately. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sounds like it's going to, sounds like it was a great movie. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. What did it get rating wise? Do you know? Uh, what it's sitting at now, I guess, because it's still me, it's still out. Let me look real quick. I'll pull it up on my phone. No, the last duel got 
an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes and an 81 audience score. I think that's a little low. It is an artisan film, so it's kind of like I said, yeah. it's not it's not a film. Was it? Was it? It wasn't the same. The same people didn't make the the Green Knight movie, right? No, 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 no. That was okay. 24. It's 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 not weird. Like it's not a, like a hard movie to follow. It's just a heavy movie. Like there's a lot of topics mm-hmm. and stuff that get covered that you're like. It's pretty long too, right? Like I know some people don't two, necessarily enjoy sitting through that kind of thing. Yeah, two I, and a, I love it. Two and a half hours, kind of like a slow burn where a lot of stuff is happening, but there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. So I feel like it's one of those movies that takes a lot out of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it was like hard heavy. to it was hard to start my three movie day. Oh, you started with yeah, yeah you that, did because I wasn't there for it. That's yeah, right. That was my first one. Ooh. I bet Ron's Gone Wrong was just welcome. That <laughs> it was it was a good change of pace. <laughs> um, and speaking of, let's go ahead and discuss Ron's Gone Wrong, uh, I, which I was fortunate enough to. I got off early that day and, and got to rush to the theater, and, and I got there on time to watch it. And I am so glad that I did because that movie is a gem, an it, absolute gem of a movie. No. Is it, it's not Disney, is it Fox? I think you said no. It, well, it's Fox, but they're owned by Disney. That's why they could use like the Darth Vader skins for their robots. And oh, that's right, that's right. They that. did do that. But that was a movie that flew so far under my radar. Like I knew it came out, and I knew it looked funny or like a cute animated movie, right? But I was not expecting to laugh out loud for almost the entirety of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't think any of us, I think we expected it to be, have its moments. Like it was going to, it was going to have its like little, it's cute, funny moments or whatever, but that movie was hysterical. And I, all the time, the the entire movie, there's, you couldn't go 10 minutes without just absolutely laughing your ass off. And it was great. Well, I thought it was hysterical because we were in there and there was that like birthday party of like eight, five-year-olds. And we were laughing way harder than they were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> like, our buddy Andrew saw it with us. And we were, I mean, it was almost tear-inducing at some of the scenes. Like, Yeah. Yeah, dude, I felt really bad for him not having a robot. And it was like, he, like, he was like a social pariah because he didn't have a stupid little robot friend or whatever the, the teacher's making him sit on the bench and the, the, the bench the says friend sit here and someone whatever. will come play with you i'm like dude that is so depressing dude. <laughs> like the kid's in middle school of course he's gonna get made fun of for it this is absolutely awful um but yeah and he was what what was his family's heritage they were they were not they were like swedish maybe no, I thought it was like what was it? I thought it was like satellite Russian, maybe Russian. The because the the grandmother had me dying. She, she was so funny. Like, and then the I mean, her almost dying to the robot after teaching it like to polka or whatever. Like, yeah, whatever, dude, I, <laughs> whatever the dance was. Robot threw a cleaver at her. So. <laughs> maybe just turn it off and back on. Oh man, but no, the the it was absolutely, and I had no idea that I was that, that Galatinakis until the end. 
Oh, I didn't either. I, I tr- like truly was shocked because he was the voice of the robot. I did not know that. And actually, let me take a look at the cast here because I I think there was another Ed Helms. Co- yeah. yeah, was the voice of Graham. And we love Ed Helms. If you're an Office fan, you know who that is. Yep. Um, or just The Hangover. Yep. Um, let's see. Director Sarah Smith, John Philip Vine, Octo- Octavio E. Rodriguez. That's a good director's name, by the way, Octavio. Um, let me see. I don't see anybody else that's like a huge, huge name. They might be in the the voice acting world, which I know is very much a I th- thing. I think the main actor, the kid, yeah, he was the one of the kids that was in it. Oh, really? Yeah, the one that was like, "Mom, these these are gazebos." The one oh, that was like, yeah, was, he wasn't. He- yeah, super afraid of. Like getting dirty or anything because his mom's also sick in all the time. Shazam and he Luca. Shazam. He is in Shazam and Luca. He was okay. really good in Shazam. Yeah, it seems like he's going to be like on the way. Was he the the main guy in Sh- the main kid version in Shazam? No, he was his crippled foster brother. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, but I think like what my favorite line from that movie when he's like i know what you're thinking i'm crippled and i have no parents what else do (laughs) what else could go wrong (laughs) that's morbid good god he's really funny um but yeah dude it's just a a really really good movie i i thoroughly enjoyed ron's gone wrong highly recommend it i'm probably gonna watch it again and i'll do this if I can watch it in theaters, I'm going to. Yeah. If it absolutely gonna happen. Like, I don't know. Hopefully it comes to Disney Plus or something. I'm I, like I did the same thing with Onward, though. I loved Onward so much that as, as soon as I could watch it streamed, I watched it streamed. That movie was amazing. Onward, Onward was also criminally underrated. Oh yeah. It gets no yeah. love, but it, it doesn't. It was a beautiful first of all, it was a beautiful movie. Second of all, the it, it it really it tugged at the old heartstrings. Like yeah, that movie was, it was really tough to watch that. Like and keep it to myself. Like I had to cry silently. You know, it was just yeah. awful. Awful. That's why, that's I, why I, you had the, the whole oh, yawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really weird if you hear me go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, dude. <laughs> So you can't do can't do that when you're watching a movie with your boys, dude. But it'd be but, like that sometimes, dude. You know, I don't even care anymore. Like, oh if, it, if it's sad, it's sad. Yeah, dude, it really was. That when, was a tough one, man. When they start chopping onions in the theater, it's off. <laughs> I can't. Why do they do that so? I don't often, know, dude. That's cold. That's tough. Um, but yeah, Ron's gone wrong. Definitely a plus. I I give it like an eight. It was that good. Yeah, truly, I, it was. It was hysterical. It was a vibe. Did everything I wanted the movie to do. Oh, and then some. I mean, it was just so let me ask let me ask you this. Okay. Was it better than Mitchell's versus Machines? Yes. Oh, you didn't even have to think about it. No, I didn't. I and I love Mitchell's versus Machine. I like truly enjoyed that movie. Um, but I, I I think it's way better i think the animation i think i might prefer the animation from yeah. mitchell's versus the machines a little bit more um 
But as, but as far as just like overall, I think Ron's Gone Wrong was better because it was funnier. Like obviously the 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 two robots from Mitchell's versus the machines were pretty great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just Ron's Gone Wrong was to me so much funnier. I respect so, that. What, what about you? Like, are you in the same camp? Like, you, I'm. Were, were you that I, big of Mitchell? Were, I, I'm TBD about it honestly fair. like i felt like i need to rewatch mitchell's versus the machine yeah because i remember when i saw that movie i was also like just dying in my living room laughing so hard like no. the dog in mitchell's versus machine is hysterical all the little shorts like dog cop or whatever it is yeah they were great yeah the same <laughs> dog with <laughs> dude when i i forget the entire scene but when that girl's talking to her little brother about dinosaurs and he just yells and runs away. <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. just, it's just so funny. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it was a great movie. Like I'm not, yeah. I would never say it wasn't, but for me, yes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was like a, it was, a, it was quick. Maybe it's cause I watched it recently, but yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. Well, that's a fair, fair question. I'll take any excuse to rewatch Mitchell's versus Shane and Ron's gone wrong. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're just we're giant kids when you think about it. Like we actually, like you're 30, I'm about to be 30. We're sitting here talking about Mitchell versus machines and Ron's gone wrong and onward. Like yeah, but good you lord. Know, there's no reason to stop having fun just because you get older. That's right. That's a, that's not what life's about. Preach, bro preach uh all right let's go ahead and let's discuss the big one we watched dune dune in theaters as it should as it should be as it should be and actually you go ahead and kick us off with dune what did you think about dune i think dune is a masterpiece of epic proportions i think daniel villanueva who I already kind of like, I like his directing style. Uh, I think he did. Now I haven't read the books, but from the sources that I've talked to that have read the books multiple times, said this is about as close to the books as you can get. Right. But they appreciated some of the liberties he took because they were like, you have to understand it's not the writer Dune's Dune you're watching. It's Daniel Villanueva's interpretation of the book dune um but i think the acting was spot on the cast is insane oscar isaacs is fantastic timothy chalmette he might be for his age one of the best actors out there right now i mean everything he's been in that i've watched has been pretty much a masterpiece yeah i was gonna Uh, I was going to touch on that too. I love phenomenal. Uh, It's just, you know, Jason Momoa aesthetically, it was gorgeous. They didn't try to do too much, which sometimes movie translations of books do, you know, we've covered that in a podcast before. I think I didn't know it was a part one until we got in the theater and it said Dune part one. Um, I think scars guards, bad guy the giant alien guy was perfect i think i mean the movie's a nine and a half a nine 
it it's what's stopping me from saying the last duel is the best movie of the year and i still i mean i'm i've been thinking about that for two weeks now and i still don't have an answer for anybody yeah i'm in the exact same camp this movie was phenomenal um i'm probably gonna watch it a couple more times uh the acting was absolutely incredible i expected more zendaya we yes. didn't get a whole lot of her and i didn't care like it it didn't matter like no. she was she was exactly where she needed to be when she needed to be there yep. uh oscar isaac phenomenal uh you touched on timothy chalamet the mm-hmm. dude amazing um like the entire cast honestly the the weakest acting in the cast came from dave bautista but even he wasn't bad like yeah i just didn't have he didn't have to act like his character was an angry i mean that their species from what we understood were not i won't won't say not intelligent but they weren't vocal like they spoke in like clicks and tones and things like that so it's very reasonable and they're very aggressive yeah i i think they're like a warrior clan type deal going yeah um they obviously had a relationship with the emperor guy um and i think their job was just to create uh, just to capture the 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 clan that the the family that oscar isaac belonged to the house atreides or yeah atreides Atreides. Um, I, mean, I don't even think it's capture. I think it's just eradicate. Yes. Um, I was actually super glad that I didn't know it was a multiple part movie. Um, I, I understood that it was a long book series. Um, and it was almost as though they expected you to expect more than one movie. And I can appreciate that because I feel like if you're going to do a novel adaptation, especially one that's that big, if you're going to do it correctly, um, it's going to be multiple movies. There's Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, anything that's generally based on a novel have at least done well or historically multiple movies. So I'm super glad that they took that approach it allowed them to do something that I thought they would not do. And that's focus on the production of the, of the, of the entirety of of the movie. Right. So like you expect if you're going to do a movie that's based on a six to eight book series or however long Dune was. Yeah. If you're going to do one movie, there's going to be a lot of rush. There's going to be not as much attention to detail. And that was non-existent in this movie. I, this, As far as movies, go, this was amazing. And I haven't read the books for Dune yet. Right. But I imagine they did a pretty bang-up job. Well, this is just the first book. That's awesome. Yeah, like it's not even book two, three, four, five. Like we got a two and a half hour film about the first half of the first book. Yeah. So I love I, that. And I don't know if they'll, I guess, I'm sure it'll depend on uh, monetary success, but right. I think, I mean, you have to be very careful with movies when they're two and a half hours long, 
right? That's when you're kind of reaching the point of losing your audience. Yeah. I think, I think once you get past the two hour mark, you have to be really putting out a high quality product to keep your audience engaged. Sure. And I think book movies need to do that more. I would have watched a two and a half hour first half of the prisoner of Azkaban movie or something like that. Like, I don't think the entire book needs to be in one. That's why like, that's the whole series output. We take like books deserve and need longer setups because there's so much to unpack. Um, and like I said, it, everyone I've talked to said the movie got to about just right after halfway in the book. So we'll probably have another two and a half hour part two, which got confirmed for, what was it? Yeah, I saw that 2023. 2023. I think, Ugh. yeah, Ugh. I hate that. I do, but I'm yeah. really excited. Like I am glad they're, 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 they're taking the time to do it right. Obviously the first Doom movie was atrocious, right? It was, it was really bad. Um, and like, I'm pretty sure it's historically bad. If I'm not mistaken, I've heard so many bad things about the first Dune, and it's the whole reason why they didn't want to tackle the movie. And so, yeah, the 1984 movie is something like the guy I did the podcast with him, Biloxi J, is yeah. a Dune fanatic. Like, read the book eight times. I literally oh, asked, I, I literally asked him like one question about the movie that I didn't understand, and it turned into like a 45 minute like just a dissertation <laughs> of everything I needed to know. And I loved it because anyone who can be that passionate about a series, I can get behind. And he, sure. he enjoyed the movie from my understanding when I've talked to him, which, and, and I can appreciate, I mean, obviously I didn't read the books, but I can appreciate people taking the time and respecting their fans yeah you know that's one of the things that you're targeting a very specific audience and you got to make sure that the people that are the most familiar if you can make that that portion of the the the, the viewers happy then you're probably making a bigger portion of the viewers happy well Does I that thought, make sense like i thought dune did a great job because i think if you're a fan of the series you're gonna love it I think if you're new to the series, you're going to exactly. love it because you're yeah. never, I never felt lost. Like exactly. I, some, some of the names were hard to follow just because, I mean, there's space names, same thing in Star Wars. Like, there's a ton right. of different races in Star Wars that get confusing. But as far as the plot goes, like it was very well paced. It never felt slow or dragged out. Everything yeah. was, something was always happening for two and a half hours. And we were getting bits and pieces of information that, so I loved it. Yeah, it's like you said, but uh, going back to what you're saying about the length of the movie, the, how you and I have interpreted a successful movie that's that long is when we're surprised that it's over. Yeah. And this is one of those where, where I was. Like, I, I wasn't ready for the end of it. I wanted more. Um, it, it was so well done. It was such a beautiful movie. And I, I think... You know, you you look at the the performances of the the actors, and they were phenomenal. But just the movie, like the, creating another world, right? Obviously, not creating because it's obviously you know it come from a book, but like 
Well, you still have to put it making on. it. Yes, I mean, making it visual. I was gonna say is, no one knows what the Dune world looks like. He said, "This is how Daniel Villanueva read the setting." I said, "This is my vision of it." Yeah, I, like, I mean, I obviously liked it. It was gorgeous. Anyone who can make it was a planet of sand look beautiful. Yeah, they they've, they've got a talent. Yeah, truly. I just I I, I, I gave this movie like you nine nine and a half because I, I, I you know tens obviously like not really attainable but like yeah. i mean it, this is probably as close as it gets I, it was an actual bop this movie was great did it um did it bump shang chi off your one spot yeah i think so i, I and i really love shang chi and i'm gonna have to watch it again because because that movie was was gorgeous um but no i think this movie was definitely a higher tier yeah it's it's a different level yeah like it kind of it's noticeable yeah i mean watching i mean we've seen basically everything that's come to theater this year uh, yeah or most of it at least and it's it's different different it it really is And, and i didn't think it would be i mean wow like damn you asked me and i was like yep you know, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, it wasn't like, even like I can't. Like, I, I can't. left, I left the last duel saying like that's the best movie I've seen all year, and then I yeah. watched Dune, and I was like, I literally two hours later, you're I was like, like yeah. right, let's watch Dune. Yeah, I was like, I probably saw the best two movies of the year in the same <laughs> in the same eight hour time span. So tr- awesome. truly blessed. Uh, yeah, but I will say this, and it's probably something we'll revisit in kind of like the end of December, kind of thinking of like a end of year award show that we can do. I think October has given us the best month of movies today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a really, it was a really good one, man. There's a lot of bangers put out in October and yeah. we, but we knew, you know, it was just kind of set up that way where we were, we were going to be watching some pretty damn good movies and yeah. we got the Eternals this week. Like it, I mean, Dude, and let me, what, uh, let me say know. this. Let me say this about the Eternals okay. to all to all the viewers out there. Don't look at the pre-reviews and get disheartened because I think they're getting they're getting review bombed, and so it's showing that the movie is a sixty percent, and I don't think that is an accurate score to what the movie will actually be. You have a is there a reason why they would do that? It's too diverse, is the main complaint. Too diverse, yes. So that should that should say a lot about the audience that is review bombing them. Like, I think it's the first gay superhero, the first deaf superhero. Oh, like, dude, obviously, there's a bunch of, I mean, you got they're not all white or whatever, so. Don't like I said, don't look at their views and say, Oh, it got a 59 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not an accurate score. Uh, do Disney a favor, go see it, give it a high audience rating if you do enjoy it. Um, wait, I'm I'm confused here. <laughs> yeah, uh, were we not as a, as a people no. shooting for diversity? Like, is that not something that we find acceptable today? Like, I thought that was the thing. Well, you have to remember it's the internet. And the internet's filled with trolls. Yeah, 
rules. The worst types of people. Uh, you know, I read an article today about how the review bombing is probably a good thing because they're triggering the people you want to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, no, I think then I think the I think Eternal is going to be great. Uh, I, I think it, I think it will struggle from having eight main characters. Yeah. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of background information that probably gets rushed, but they've shown in history's past that they can handle kind of catching up pretty well without it feeling obnoxious or over the top. Uh, I think it's the first MCU movie of its time or will be the first MCU movie of the time. You know, it's an epic. It's not, it's not a comic book movie. It's an epic. It's like their attempt at Dune, I think is how the internals is going to be filmed. Yeah. So it looks, I mean, to me, it looked great. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not looking at reviews. I like to do my own, my own reviews. Yeah. I mean, right. So 50 50 with me anyway. So like I said, see it yourself. Well, I was going to say that I, to me, I don't like movie critics. I, I, I appreciate what they do. Um, but I, I don't like having that kind of like decided before a movie comes out what they think people will think about a movie. And I think um, it says a lot from Disney's side because usually if your movie's getting bombed by reviewers, like if they're saying like this movie's bad, they will hold off on releasing the reviews to the public until yes. like until like day of release yes and so the fact that these have been out for like two weeks and disney's not trying well that's what hide. surprised me the most when you said that was like i'm surprised that they allowed that to happen yeah i think if disney was afraid of the reviews running people off they would have pulled them until day of yeah or a couple nights before but i think disney's being very upfront and saying you know what we're getting tanked because xyz internet's trolley but we're standing behind our actors or standing behind our movie because i mean they pulled i think they did that with captain marvel like i think it was getting i think it was getting tanked and they pulled it but i think that sounds right i think they were afraid it was not a good movie and they had every right to be because it was not a good movie (laughs) um yeah no that sounds right but uh yeah so whatever you do guys just watch the movie yeah. formulate your own opinions yeah. uh, that's what i'm interested in i'm not interested in what a critic has to say ever nope you know i'm interested in what jared has to say yeah. i'm interested I'm, in what i'm interested in what kevin has to say you know that's that's you know other than that it is what it is if yeah. you're a fan of the show i'm interested in what you have to say so what i need what me and jared would like uh if you guys ever have any questions thoughts topics for us if you have some natural disaster disaster movies for us uh we can be reached if you're friends with us personally you can send us a dm uh that's a direct message uh see i'm hip they know i'm hip uh yeah so on facebook you can actually find us at silence your cell phones under the subcategory of podcasts you can find us on ig that's instagram 
uh, at silence yourself. <laughs> I hate you. Um, and if you want to shoot us an email, you can do that too. We got it. We have a Gmail, like every other, you know, big name <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, and we are at <laughs> where silence yourself phone no s at gmail.com uh and me you know we'd love to hear from you uh we should be having another guest soon pretty soon right jared that's yeah, the I thing s- i say i'll hit him up i say we get brad in on the yeah choose your survival squad i'm perfectly cool with that i i, I love me some brad um good people right there and yeah. a, a long time listener um long time the- friend long time friend longer time friend longer time friend yeah that's yeah that's reasonable um so yeah we'll have brad come on and give us his two cents and we'll probably argue about something i don't know what but oh yeah i mean i imagine that i'm not gonna agree with anything he says so (laughs) he's got some he's got some pretty hot takes (laughs) no we love brad uh so yeah let's do that let's have him on the show next week um and he can come prepared with that and then if you want to um give him you know a a movie to watch that'll work too sure um and that way we can kind of all be on the same page uh i don't think i gave you a movie yeah you did 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 i give you one i didn't all right So before we started the podcast, I was thinking about this. I'm sure, and, you uh, I'm sure you were. I decided to give you this movie. <clears throat> uh, no, what I want you to do is, I want to watch it too. Deep Impact. Okay. Watch Deep Impact because I vaguely remember it being pretty good. And it's, I want to watch it too. Yeah. So we'll just do that. We'll, we'll, yeah. So you watch Deep Impact. And I'll watch, what, what movie did you give me again? The Twister? Twister. Yes, I'll watch Twister. And uh, we'll just, we'll, we'll roll into next week's episode with some 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 good vibes. Some, and some gas. Some, some gasolina. Um, so, yeah. No, that's cool. Works for me. Uh, right. Do you have, what are we looking forward to besides the, the Eternals? Anything? The Eternals. I said besides the Eternals, is it what's coming out? Like, what's new? I'd be very I think surprised. it's just the Eternals. I was going to say, I would like, be truly. very surprised if anyone was trying to open the same week as the Eternals. Like, that seems just like movie suicide. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. I mean. Um, I'll take a look, though, on the, uh, on the old AMC app. You got the Eternals, Spencer. That's an artisan movie. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know anything about it. Looks like just the Eternals. Yo, Clifford the Big Red Dog on the 10th. No, thank you. Yeah. That movie looks just bad. I mean, it looks like it's going to have the target audience it needs to. But I, it's, it's not going to be funny enough. Like, Ron's gone wrong for me. You to remember when they tried to do the CGI Garfield with Bill Murray? Yeah. You remember how terrible it was? Well, you know the new... Chris Pratt's going to be Garfield. What? Yeah, Chris Pratt's going to be the voice of the new Garfield movie. Why do they keep doing that? I don't know. For, now, first it's Mario, then Garfield. Like Chris Pratt. I saw he, the Mario thing. That's pretty cool. He's a hot commodity. 
You mentioned Star Wars earlier, and I saw the trailer for Boba Fett, and that looks yeah. dope. The book of Boba Fett. Yes, that's gonna that should be a good time. I don't know if it'll be as good as the Mandalorian, but um, I'm I'm hoping it's gonna be. Dude, awesome. If it's ha- I mean, if it's as good as the Mandalorian, it's gonna be gas. Well, it's like you said. Uh, as long as uh, John Favreau has mm-hmm. you know name attached to it, it's probably gonna be spectacular. Yeah, he doesn't so. do much, he doesn't do much bad stuff. Yeah um so we have that to look forward to and that's going to be on our binging for sure there's no doubt about it it'll be on our 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 binge worthy podcast uh and for those of you who don't know we do a uh, podcast every monday and we call it binge worthy and that's where we discuss uh television as opposed to movies which we discuss here uh so yeah if you want to drop in and on the channel and show us some love and listen to some you know mediocre content i'm kidding it's good content uh listen to some good stuff we're here we're yeah, there it's, for it's real good so uh well i it's, got i think our content is slightly above dennis quaid whoa you're still taking shots at I my boy i can't help it i just saw the <laughs> kurt warner dude the kurt warner movie's got dennis quaid in it of you course know, it does you yeah. know it's gonna be it's, it's gonna that be movie media. looks trash it looks like a six oh it does it, it looks look like good. a six damn got me again that's how i'm going to start referring <laughs> to everything <laughs> everything that's average is now dennis quaid it's very dennis quaid i give it a dennis quaid out of yeah. 10 yeah very dennis quaid <laughs> out of 10 well i got nothing else man i think that's nah. it for the day no nah, i've attacked dennis quaid enough i hope he never listens to this oh no yeah that wouldn't be good there's a quite a few actors that i hope never listen to our podcast i can only imagine like who well off the top of my head let's see we like well i was gonna say lebron james yikes (laughs) well look if lebron james listened to this mr james with all due respect you deserve everything we said about you with all due respect and i do mean with all due respect (laughs) That idea ain't worth a velvet pain of a way. You know what? I'm just going to stop the quote. Yeah. I'm just not going to finish that one out. Good call. <laughs> Old right. strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Yeah, I'm done. No more quotes for me today. I'm sorry. Well, you're doing the ending. Oh, it's me. All right, guys. As always, thank you so much. Uh, we love having you here. We, we love the support that we've gotten as long as we've been doing this. I appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next one and scene.